And welcome in to the Hump Day Fun Astrology Podcast. Thomas Miller on Wednesday, February 5th. Thanks for checking in today. Greatly appreciate it. And especially thank you to all of you who left five stars and comments on iTunes after yesterday's podcast. I greatly appreciate it. So just thank you, thank you, thank you. And those of you who sent emails and just said, hey, you're doing great. Keep it up. I really appreciate it. You know, we're like everybody else. I mean, a little encouragement now and then just goes a, a long ways, and that's a great place to do it. Okay, let's thank you. I really appreciate it. Let's take a look at the chart real quickly, and I've got a bunch of radio recording that I'm doing today, so I've got to keep this fairly short. So let's start with the big one, and that would be the T-square involving the moon and Mars. Now, the moon is moving toward a 12, uh, 2.02, sorry, 2.02 p.m. Eastern Time crossing into Cancer. So if you keep track of the void of course of the moon, it will be void of course beginning at 9.19 Eastern this morning until 2.02, basically 2 o'clock when it crosses into, uh, into Cancer. The moon is opposite Mars. Now, it's going to be pulling away from that. So by the time that it moves into Cancer, that aspect will be complete. So this is a morning kind of thing, or depending on where you are, if you're on the East Coast, it will be until 2 o'clock in the afternoon. But basically, Mars and the moon are opposite. So there's the opposition of the T-square. And then the other two guys, this is interesting. I mean, these are subtle energies. So Venus is one of the squares, the Venus-Mars square, and the moon is throwing off several squares. One is Chiron, which is in Aries at 2 degrees, and also Venus in Pisces at 27 degrees. So this has some interesting spike to it, if you will, I think. And let me just paint a little bit more of the picture before we complete this. Uranus is now in a trine with the south node in Capricorn. Uranus at two degrees Taurus is trine the south node at seven degrees Capricorn. Also kind of painting this picture, Mercury, which is in its shadow period, slowing down, getting ready to go retrograde next Wednesday, is trine the north node in Cancer. It is also trine the moon. Now, somebody was asking in a comment, and I think this is great if I had more time. They were asking how to apply this more to your own chart. Okay, so let's just take the moon, because I like to, to hang with the moon because it, it, it's the trigger and it moves so quickly, right? It gives us something to talk about when some of these other things are not changing signs. So the moon is in Gemini. So if you want to apply this, first of all, start with the qualities, so Gemini is a mutable quality. The qualities are mutable, fixed, and cardinal. I did those backwards, but I worked back from Gemini. <laughs> cardinal begins it fixed and then mutable. But anyway, the mutables are Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius, and Pisces. The second thing you do is you consider the degrees, and that's why on a lot of these, and I know I don't do it on all of them because I don't want this to sound like math class, but 
I do try to give the degrees so that if you have any planets at those degrees where these triggers are, then you look to the qualities first and then the elements next, fire, earth, air, water. And I'll just let you and Google get along with discovering what those are. Now, here's what you can do. Keep note cards, sticky notes, or even pasties on your computer screen and put these up if you don't have them memorized. That's fine. It's no big deal. For the qualities, there are three qualities, cardinal, fixed, and mutable. There are four signs per quality. For the elements, which I think most of us are probably more familiar with because it's earth, air, fire, water, there are three signs per element. And there are also three planets per element. So again, and this is why I kind of, you know, (laughs) didn't want to wade into this because it gets a little deep. But I do appreciate your comments, and so I'm I'm, uh, extending this out a little bit. So let's just take the moon in Gemini, for example, today, and then we'll do Saturn-Pluto also, for example. So Gemini, being a mutable quality, would stand in 26 degrees is where the moon is. So you could put that and see if you have anything around 26 Virgo, 26 Sagittarius, or 26 Pisces. Now, Gemini is also an air sign, along with Libra and Aquarius. So you could follow that trail and see if you have anything around 26 degrees Libra or 26 degrees Aquarius. And while we're on Aquarius, we might as well just mention the sun, because it's at 16 degrees now, Aquarius, so you could look at that as well. Now, what you can do, look at what? Okay, let's answer that. So what you could look at is the same kind of energy that the moon is triggering in Gemini. So that's this square with Venus, square with Chiron, opposite Mars, connected to the Mars-Venus square as well. So that has a cocktail of energy mixed in. So if you have a planet, let's say, at 26 degrees in Virgo, then you could start taking a look at to see if that energy might also show up relative to that planet in your Virgo, whatever house that's in. See, I know this sounds complicated, but really, if you got 12 note cards, you wrote down all the signs. You got 12 more note cards, you wrote down all the houses and just little keywords of what each one represents, which you can easily get off of off of the internet, go to AstroCodex. AstroCodex.com is a great site to get that information. They give you a wealth of knowledge for each of these, and it is comprehensive, kind of a one-stop shop. And then get 10 more cards, and those are your planets and luminaries. And then what you're doing is you're just, as you learn the characteristics, start with your own chart. Start with your sun, start with your moon, your rising sign, and then whatever areas kind of play out in your life, if you've got a strong, like, fiery Mars, then try to figure out what Mars means in your chart. And that's how you start to put all of this together. But basically what you're doing is you're weaving the sign, the house, and the planet or luminary. Now, I don't deal with houses here because they change about every two and a half hours through the day. 
So it just depends on when you're looking at the chart as to where the energies are in the chart at that hour. I hope I have not thoroughly confused you, <laughs> but I wanted to see if we could bring a little bit of uh, additional color at the request of one of you. So that's how you can start to look at it in your own chart. If you don't have your own chart, go to astro.com. It's free. Put your birthday in and you can get a great PDF of it, a printout of it, a screenshot of it you can keep on your computer. And that's how you start to learn. All right. Have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow. Thanks. Bye-bye.